Hey, it's great to have you with us for this uh, celebration of Easter Sunday. I particularly want to give a shout out to those of you joining us for our online experience for the first time. Uh, this is our third week of, uh, of uh, since the launch of our online experience, and we're getting great feedback. So if you're uh, here for the first time, you're new to our online experience, it's really uh, exciting to have you join us. And also a shout out to those of you listening uh, around the world uh, via our podcast over the last few years. You've become very much our extended Elevate family, and uh, we, we're glad to have you joining us uh, from wherever it is you are listening in. Um, just last month, we had a new country uh, enter our top 10, um, and that's India, who actually skyrocketed to number six. So those of you listening from India, great to have you joining us uh, for Easter Sunday from over there. Fantastic. You know, the Easter weekend, it's a pretty big deal um, it, it, for the church around the world. Uh, but, you know, we all gather, or in this case, virtually gather for essentially the same thing, which is to, to remember, to focus on, to celebrate uh, what we believe to be the true truth of the eyewitness accounts of Jesus actually dying, which is a, a fact, being hung on a cross, and actually, again, eyewitness accounts uh, giving testimony to the fact that he rose from the dead. Um, and that you know, event took place around uh, just over 2,000 years ago. Uh, there was a few key players. Obviously, the central figure was Jesus, um, but not uh, as well as Jesus as the central figure. Uh, some of the other characters, some of the other key players was Judas, who uh, ultimately portrayed Jesus, uh, Pontius Pilate, who was the Roman governor, who uh, actually washed his hands of sentencing Jesus, but unfortunately uh, abdicated that responsibility to the crowd, who effectively um, set the wheels in motion for Jesus to be put to death. And there was, an, uh, uh, well, the list goes on, high priests and so on and so forth. Th there was one character, one person who played a, a key role or at least uh, was involved throughout the whole 72 hours that was ultimately the period from Jesus' death through to his resurrection. And this person was somebody that really three years prior, there would have been no chance whatsoever that she would have been ultimately, would have ultimately become one of the key characters throughout the, the 72 hours, throughout what we now celebrate as the Easter weekend. And, and her name was Mary Magdalene. The thing about Mary Magdalene is uh, we don't know a lot about her, uh, but here's, here's one remarkable thing. She was actually recorded uh, by all four of the writers who gave a written account of Jesus' life. Matthew wrote about her, Mark wrote about her, Luke wrote about her, and John wrote about her. And collectively, they, they kind of, uh, there's three encounters that are written about that Mary had with Jesus. The first one was Jesus actually uh, commanding seven demons that had been, been tormenting Mary Magdalene from the inside. Um, commanding them to leave her. And uh, that's probably something that most of us don't fully comprehend. Uh, and not only just don't comprehend from the fact that we may never have had that level of torment ourselves, and I pray that you haven't, um, but even understand the cultural implications of that in Mary's time. You know, for someone to have had that sort of affliction would have potentially come with physical uh Symptoms would have maybe some anxiety and and all all sorts of things, which is the way 
people with that sort of condition were dealt with back in Mary's day, back in Mary's part of the world, is they literally were just put out ostracized from community. In other words, the way they dealt with them was by not dealing with them, was by pushing them aside, by isolating them, which we, we think we know what that means, but we really don't know what that means. And she would have been very much an outcast. And it was Jesus and her encounter, her first encounter with Jesus, the one who had authority over demons, the one who the demons knew by name and feared. She encountered Jesus. And Jesus commanded those demons to flee from her. And literally, in that moment, in that very first encounter that Mary Magdalene had with Jesus, the trajectory of her life was changed forever. So it probably comes as no surprise that she became a follower of Jesus in that moment. And uh, she ultimately, through the next several years, was one of the people that was written about was, was that financially invested and continued to financially invest in Jesus' public ministry. Well, the next time that we see Mary Magdalene with Jesus, the, her second encounter that's recorded um, by the writers was actually when Jesus was being sentenced and then ultimately hung on a cross. Mary Magdalene was one of the few people who didn't leave Jesus' side. Essentially, that's made more remarkable by the fact that, that 11 or 10 of Jesus' hand-picked followers had abandoned him. Had, had fled in fear. These, these once strong uh, men who had uh, been used by God to see miracles take place, who followed Jesus, who were taught by him in very intensive uh, personal settings, they fled with the exception of John. They fled and left Jesus alone except for a very small handful of women, one of which was Mary Magdalene. And Mary Magdalene, for the six hours that Jesus hung on a cross, did not leave his feet. She stood at the feet of Jesus for the entirety of the time that he was making the ultimate sacrifice by giving up his life on the cross for her, for you, and for me. It was quiet when we approached the tomb. Days before, there was noise wherever we went. Crowds cheering, sometimes yelling. But now in front of his tomb, just silence. I had gathered all my spices and oils intending to anoint the body. When I got there, he was gone. Jesus changed my life. Ever since the day that I met him in Galilee, he rescued me. And I followed him ever since, all the way to his death. But there was the tomb, and it was empty. My heart broke into a thousand pieces. I turned and there was a gardener, and I asked him if he knew where they had taken Jesus' body. 
that I recognized. It was Jesus. It was my Lord. He taught us that his sheep would recognize his voice, and I knew him. I knew him the minute he said my name. I dropped to my knees. What else could I do but cling to him? I never wanted to let him out of my sight. But no, he had different plans for me. He wanted me to let the others know about the good news. I ran as fast as my legs would carry me, shouting like an excited child. He did it! He did it! He, he really did it! Yes. <laughs> to think that I had come to an anoint a dead man and I left with proof that he is the overcomer of everything. I, all of us, can never beat fear, sorrow, sin, definitely not death. Death. He beat Who do I say that he is? I know who he is. Oh, I know who he is. He said that he would rise. And he most certainly is risen. He is the savior. He is, he is the one true God. <laughs> And then the third written encounter of Mary Magdalene, her third encounter with Jesus, was on the Sunday morning that she, as you've just seen in the video, was got up early with the sole purpose of going to the tomb where she'd seen Jesus laid to rest, uh, dead, just a couple of days prior, going to that tomb. Not expecting much. I mean, she literally was going there to pay her respect. Um, and yet Jesus stopped her in her tracks and surprised her. Now, I know many of you that are joining us here this morning, you're here because you believe and you've answered the question that Jesus asked, who do you say I am? You've answered the question, I believe you're the Lord, my Savior, that you rose from the dead, that you conquered death, you conquered sin, you conquered the grave. And that's fantastic. And we're glad that you're here. We're absolutely thrilled. And it's an honor to have you join us for our Easter Sunday online experience. Yet I wonder if some of you are joining here, a bit like Mary, you've come here, you've kind of like, you know, oh, well, I just push play on Facebook or YouTube. Or, and you've come not actually expecting much. You've kind of come maybe just to pay your respects. Maybe you grew up in church um, and you were dragged along by mom and dad until the age where you could say to them, no, I don't want to go anymore. And 
you know, maybe just you pay your respects to, to, to church and to Jesus, you know, Easter and Christmas. And hey, if that's your story, we're glad you're here. Absolutely thrilled. Um, maybe some of you uh, throughout your teens and your adulthood uh, found yourself in, in church and yet ultimately got displaced for, for some reason. And you're just dipping your toes back in the water uh, in what's a pretty non-threatening environment because nobody can see you and you're on the other, other end of a screen. Well, again, if you've come here because you, you got blown out of the doors of a church, we're glad you're, you're back. We're glad you're dipping your toes back in the water. And whilst you may have come here not expecting much, I'm convinced that the same Jesus who stopped Mary Magdalene in her tracks when she went to pay her respects is willing and able to stop you in your tracks. And the fact that you're here, the fact that you're joining us, the fact that you're watching and listening, it's not a coincidence. Um, that Jesus wants to do more than you expect, wants to do more than you came here looking for. Um, and that's really the promise of Easter. That's the promise that Jesus makes is that whatever your backstory, however glamorous it is or however broken it is, um, however smooth it's been for seasons, however rocky and, and turbulent it's been for seasons, if he can conquer death, then he can conquer anything. And he says that the same power that rose him from the grave can be yours and mine if we put our trust in him. If we are willing to answer the question when he asks us, who do you say I am? That we say, I believe you are Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Savior of the world. And if you've never actually put your trust in him, if you've never said yes to the, the question of whether Jesus' claim to be the Son of God is true, then I want to invite you to take that opportunity and do that now, this morning on Easter Sunday. What an incredible day. What a fantastic day that you could make that decision for the very first time. That when he asks you, who do you say I am? That you would declare this morning, you would declare right where you are, I believe you are the Son of God, the Savior of the world, and I put my faith in you, I put my trust in you. And for those of you ready to pray that prayer, ready to make that decision, make that declaration for the first time, I want to just lead you in a very short prayer right where you are. And I want you to kind of just pray these words that I'm going to say. Pray them for yourself silently or if you're in a space where you can pray these out loud, I encourage you to do so. So how about you join me in this prayer? Those of you that are saying, yes, Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God. This is my prayer. I want this to be your prayer. Dear Jesus, today, Easter Sunday, 2020, I commit to follow you. Like Mary did, like Mary Magdalene did, I commit to follow you. I put my faith in you. I put my trust in you. I believe you are who you said you were, that you're the Son of God, the Savior of the world. I thank you that you forgive my sins. I thank you that you set me free. And I commit from this day to follow you for the rest of my life. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, if you've prayed that for the first time today, uh, we want to hear from you. We want to we encourage you. We want to connect with you. And so what you can do is go to our app. And in our app, it's Elevate Church AU app. 
there's a section called next steps. It's on the homepage. Uh, there's a tile next steps. Click that. And then you'll see something that says follow Jesus. Uh, 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 one of the options there. Tap that and let us know. Let us know that you prayed that prayer for the first time. Um, and, and we'd love to connect with you and support you on your journey as you continue from this day forward to follow Jesus. Well, from our home here in Perth, Western Australia, to your home, wherever you are in the world, we wish you a very happy Easter. We're thrilled that you joined us today, and uh, we look forward to continuing this journey uh, <laughs> together, uh, although physically uh, we, we're apart. See you next time.